Hello, Hello. ambitious people. Uh, ruining my Sorry. intro over there. <laughs> it's been a while. God. Uh, welcome back to Ambitions, a podcast for goal getters. Hi. I'm your host, Sienna Mooney. And I'm your co-host, Alex Papworth. Wow, someone... Uh, stealing the show over here. Stealing the show. Um, right, so I just want to get into it. I w- as you saw before we started recording, mm. I was doing a little Google search. Nice. As you do sometimes. Nice. Um, and, oh, I can't even see you in my mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my desk setup. So, um, I found this article that I've just had a, a brief look at and it's by ink.com okay by someone named nicholas cole Mm. and let me just read you just like just a little bit so uh nicholas cole writes this one sentence summarizes the entire millennial generation and the sentence is i want to be the one who comes up with the idea not the person who executes on it and he says that's the problem The world doesn't need more ideas. Ideas are easy. Ideas are as abundant as air itself. What the world needs is more hands on deck, more doers, more builders, more people who know the value of patience and who can take something that sounds great in theory and work to bring it to life. Because let me tell you, the way an idea starts is never the way the idea ends. What sounds like utopia often turns out to be a complicated web of inconsistencies. And any idea that is immediately validated because it sounds good usually turns out to be a weakness or worthless idea ambition equals ideas screw ideas so and and then it it goes on a bit more Uh, it actually says stop trying to be the person who sits on a couch and throws verbal paint at a wall Mm. stand up grab a marker and get to work you're making those of us who truly believe we can change the world look bad so what does he suggest we do instead of being ambitious like just not be ambitious, but work at something. Well, I think he's... You're right. It does sound like he's saying, yeah. don't be ambitious. But I think uh, what he really means by saying... like Ambition equals... Ideas. Yeah. He's saying that if you're going to be ambitious, make sure you do something about yeah. it. Don't just like... Oh, be like, oh, I'm just so ambitious, but I can't <laughs> do anything. Um, how does that make you feel? Oh... Uh, I think it makes me feel okay. Um, It's not... Luckily, it's not new news. Um, I think if you've listened since episode one back in January, we've definitely touched on the idea of, like, having lots of ideas or things we want to do and having this podcast as a way to talk about actually putting them into practice. We're very much about, like, uh, practicality, like doing the stuff yeah like setting those goals and actually achieving them exactly but i do think it's interesting looking at how we've done recently because i feel like we have had more ideas of what we want to do that rather than actually doing it i guess so i mean um it's obviously been like maybe like three or four weeks since our last episode so you can tell we've kind of like uh, drop the ball in that <laughs> sense but in the meantime like other stuff has been going on mm. like our friend mary she came and visited yeah and, that was fun um we've done other things as well i've Hi, been mary. working on <laughs> she doesn't listen to our podcast <gasps> oh that's fine <laughs> i've been i've been working on um my candle making yeah and you have been uh really busy yourself yeah so it's not that like 
we've been like over ambitious or just like ambitious but lazy mm-hmm. um you know sometimes life just gets in the way and i think that's totally different to just being like feeling like uh you oh i'm an ideas man and i just come up with the ideas it's up to everyone yeah. else see that was that that bit there at the start of the article was interesting because it made me go like oh no am I an ideas man and never want to take part in anything else? But it's like, no, like, obviously you want to be the ideas man because then you're, like, actually the ideas person. Because then you're, like, the top, you're like, oh, you're the person who thought of it. You're, you're whatever, the creator. But I'm still, like, I'll help out. I'll, I'll do this part. I will contribute and while it not be might not be like oh yeah this is what I'm going to be most proud of I'm still like I I can see my part to play yeah so um let's talk about like turning your ambition into reality do you have okay. any examples where you've done that I've or you've had like a concept or an idea and you've actually followed through with it rather than just being like oh this would be a great idea <laughs> I've forgotten what all of my ambitions were meant to be (laughs) uh what about you um yeah I definitely have had so many of those like oh this would be a great idea sort of thing had one earlier today I did um (laughs) which was essentially a recurring dream that I've been having that I should probably turn into a story or a script definitely (laughs) I want to read that and then see that as a screenplay idea it'd be so cool um but Something that I've actually followed through with has been my candle making. Yeah. Like a few years ago, I would have been like, oh, it would be a great idea if I could just like make my own candles that smell Mm. really good. And, you know, they're not too expensive and uh, they're soy based and everything. And, And I have been able to do that. It's been tricky, I guess, but it's not been like impossible. You've had a number of hurdles, but you've just got around them. You're like, oh, that's the sort of thing that comes with any startup yeah. project, not even necessarily like a business, like no. even doing um, like Make New Friends, which is the other sure. podcast that I co-host with yeah. Mary. Um, that one kind of was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we like did this and that? And we were able to follow through mm-hmm. on various aspects of that and like That's branching cool. out and having blog posts as well as like yeah. illustrations for each episode. You guys really stepped up from just being like, oh, listen to our podcast yeah. to, I mean, even just the structure of the whole first season, <laughs> having yeah. like a um, almost like a story to tell yeah. of creating a friendship and then losing it and then like forgiving them. It, not that it was like dramatized, but it gave that kind of overarching that was cool i mean there have been times where i feel like excuse me where um i've felt over ambitious with what i want to do yeah like i tend to think uh like really far in the future with things like um thinking like ways that you could market stuff or have merchandise and it's like whoa 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 like this just started you know Mm. like you need to pull the reins a bit um but it it is really fun to get like swept up in the like excitement of starting something new um but going back to you I think something that you've like an idea you've had Mm. that you've actualized was definitely your IMDB age plugin oh yeah 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 
like that's a really good example of something that both of us were like oh yeah wouldn't it be great if you could just like see how old this (laughs) actor was in this movie yeah that one was cool because it was your idea yeah like you came up with it and then I took all the glory. Hair flip, I hair mean, flip. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, that is a good idea. I want to see this as a thing that is made for her. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay, oh, clearly we need to take it to the next step. But I only did the next step two years later. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you have to wait a while. Like, maybe yeah. it was a case of, like, you weren't in the right headspace or uh, you didn't have enough time to put into making the extension the best bit is i made the extension and then there was like one tiny bit left that i didn't do for about a year (laughs) but um yeah i guess my advice on that one is uh take small steps and i i like your bit about not worrying too much about the future because i was like oh this thing is holding me back because it won't work well two years down the line once it's got a million users right yeah but it's like don't worry about that get there first yeah and i was like okay i can worry about that later and now it's like it's released and it's got a few bugs like it doesn't work on some very specific pages for like Mm. obscure films or something and i'm kind of like that's okay it works on 95 percent of the pages yeah and that's really (laughs) good and also i think there's such a large leap that you have to take from mm, having this idea for Mm. something and turning it into a reality yeah you know um especially like if whatever you're doing is like a physical thing yeah like oh boy oh can you hear that yeah is that a plane don't know maybe um but it like say say you're a writer and you want to publish like a hardcover book oh boy that takes a lot of steps you know and um i think it can seem impossible and you can get really hung up on it Mm. but the first thing you've got to do is like start you know and decide that you want to do it because if you're just like oh wouldn't it be great wouldn't it be great wouldn't it be great the scary bit about that one is like you write the first draft and that's an immense task and then you gotta like uh what's it called edit yeah it but then when it comes like when do you stop editing it because at some point it's not like a blog post that you can keep updating yeah at some point you got to be like that is it please mm-hmm. print this put ink to paper yeah yeah so that's that must be very scary but, but it's like that with any project you know yeah. there's always a first step and a second step until yeah. you know eventually you reach the last step and sometimes uh reaching that last step isn't truly like the last step like publishing your plugin was like the last step for a while yeah but it's like you've got to set those goals where it's like this is where you want to work to so that you can publish your plugin yeah people can use it that's like the first first finish line yeah exactly if we were a cool like new media podcast we'd talk about like how games don't have an end date now and how music is becoming like that as well they keep updating albums some so that talking about music um it makes me think of how um kanye west's 
the Life of Pablo yeah, album. Yeah, that was and a mess. I don't know if you're listening out there and you're familiar with this, but I remember maybe like last year or whenever he was gearing up to releasing it. Yeah. Um. Also, sorry about the background noise. We've got... Planes? Planes? This or, is really strange. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Kanye West was gearing up to release his next album around like 2017, maybe 2016. Was it, it might have been 15. Well, you know. <laughs> whatever. Fact Life checkers, of Pablo, whenever that was. <laughs> so I just remember the whole, like, he would just tweet and say all this stuff and then he would yeah. change the name and it just struck me as very messy. It used to be called Swish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. And then um, <laughs> everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be very, like, vapor-wavy, mm. something like that. Or maybe nice. it was, like, wavy. Wavy was going to be the title yeah. at one point. Oh, my gosh. He had so many titles for yeah. that. But um, it's even though I personally thought that that was a really messy way to handle, mm. like, going through Definitely. all of these changes that many artists go through, um, behind the scenes, it was a good opportunity to see how one artist in particular yeah. is going through all of these um, changes and figuring out what they want to do. And That's a really interesting point, actually, yeah. of like how he... I read a few articles afterwards that were like, wow, best rollout ever. What? You know, <laughs> yeah, cause they, because they were like, it wasn't just one day. It was like a whole summer of oh my gosh what is he going hype, to release yeah. yeah like what can we expect um but i think it's interesting at least from the point of view of working on it in public yeah that's like that's cool i mean if and we're talking scary. about like doing stuff under the public eye yeah. let's talk about everybody's love to hate hate to love no Man's Sky. Oh, yeah. Remember when that came out? So if you're unfamiliar, No Man's Sky um, came out with Sony. Was that right? Yeah. So Sony. Um, they published it. Yeah. This like little indie developer crew in Guildford yeah. where we go a lot, yeah. interestingly enough. <laughs> um, and they had this deadline to make this game where it's out in outer space and they're saying, oh, it's going to be multiplayer. You can like mm -hmm. go to a planet and... Mm -hmm. I don't know. You can find anything. Find it's anything. as big as the universe. Big as the universe. Like, <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, launch day comes. There's no multiplayer. There's like no online anything. Yeah. And it's terrible. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's an example of when you're under like the public eye. Yeah. How that pressure can, you know, make or break you. Mm. Which and I like, think that plays a lot into they, like being ambitious maybe yeah. oh, the, exactly they were being too ambitious <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and what's amazing about that one is now two three years later they've after, actually got some of the features that they said yeah. they were going to have and people are like revisiting the game and going oh this is somewhat enjoyable or at yeah. least what we were promised that's great as an example of when you're um, when what you create doesn't reach you or meet your ambition. Yeah. And then you keep working on it regardless. Yeah, I think that that's also very, that's crucial. Like yeah. when you're working towards something, um, say maybe you have a deadline that's mm. like a date. Um, 
if you can, like obviously if this is a personal project, you'll have more leniency with it. But if it's like at work, you probably mm. won't be yeah. able to work past a deadline. <laughs> but like if you have, if you say, for instance, oh, by September 1st, I'm going to code a website. Yeah. You can do that in, by September 1st. And, you know, we're recording this on August 20th. Mm. That gives you like... 10 days. Yeah. Well, 11 days. Oh, yeah. nice. Right? Yes. 11 days. And, um, yeah, you can code a website in that time. For if you've sure. not coded from scratch, like, you can figure it out. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that, like, you have to have this amazing website mm. that works flawlessly. You know? know? Like, that deadline is just too... Like, essentially tick the box that you've yeah. been going for and i think there's this, always the, especially when it's something new and you're learning about it there's this feeling of like i want it to be great the first time yeah and you're never gonna get that yeah because you're building up your own expectations yeah. too much i do this so much and um <laughs> me too it's tough like uh for instance like my instagram i haven't really grown in followers even though i really love my feed i think that i post great photos um you can follow me at sienna s mooney if you want to check me out you got a good theme yeah and i'd like to get more followers Mm. and have it be like people i can talk to and you know share cool bits about my life and hear about them as well um so it's like a little frustrating because like i've got these expectations for like this sort of content and the like rapport I want to have with my followers and sometimes that doesn't really happen but also I've found that even though like I don't have a massive amount of followers there is a good core group of people that Mm. do like respond to my stuff and it's nice so it's it's even though like the numbers are like less than what I expect it's I'm I'm pleasantly surprised by the connections i'm making yeah so it's like a like a bittersweet sort of thing you know does that make sense i i think am i being too greedy it's social media is an interesting one because i feel like it has evolved over the years and especially like instagram is such a weird one to me yeah i don't really understand (laughs) it i'm like how do kids exclusively use this i saw something sorry to interrupt you but i saw something maybe today or yesterday or whatever uh where someone had quote tweeted about an article saying that instagram was the number one site for bullying yeah and someone was like uh they never would have Oh, I forget. But basically, guys, I ruined that that quote tweet. <laughs> they so, never would have expected it? No, like they never would have lasted on this website. Oh, okay. On a different website. Right. Okay. I can't remember what it That's was. That's okay. They so the the quote tweeter was surprised Instagram was top for bullying. Yeah, they're basically saying that um, kids are soft these days. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say the internet was way nicer when we were kids i don't know man it depends on what you're looking at like you never got bullied but i got bullied oh, yeah, that's true. a lot oh okay yeah i take it back internet's <laughs> terrible like okay just to give y'all a little taste of some of the bullying i experienced on live journal back in high school um someone said that uh i if i were to 
open up my veins, steak would run out because I'm so fat. Yeah, that's really, really terrible. Yep. What a bitch. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so Instagram. Yeah. You were saying? Instagram is weird and confusing. It started off as pictures of like, you know, people's food. And then it became like, oh, lifestyle with filters. And now kids just post Spongebob memes. I mean, and I'm, yeah. I And I'm like, but that's not how it, like, you can't just screen cap a Fortnite thing and put it on you. That's not very, <laughs> like, that's not very Instagram, but that's what they do. Yeah, it's kind of turned into, like, the new Tumblr. Yeah. Because, do you remember um, when... It was really popular on Tumblr to have, like, themed blogs. Yeah. So you'd have, like, pink as your theme. Yeah. Or... Um, Architecture. Yeah. Or, like, only this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and that was really cool. And especially with Tumblr, like, you can reblog stuff and you can put stuff in your queue to post. Mm. And that way you don't have to, like, worry about your blog being boring. Yeah. You know? Um, but with... Instagram, I think it's really fascinating because like, so I post pictures of my life. I post pictures of like you, me, Mm -hmm. the cats, things I think look nice. All of the best pictures of me on Instagram are uh, on your account. (laughs) True, true. But so what I'm getting at is I don't have a theme for Mm. my account. And something that I'm beginning to think is like the way that uh, you should... Uh, do Instagram if you want to like get more followers is you should probably follow a theme because when people are looking at your feed to decide if they want to follow you they're not looking at the individual pictures you know they might tap on a few and be like oh yeah I like that da 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 but they're looking at like the whole of the feed they're looking at the grid Mm. and um, like your bio and your picture so it's like shouldn't we put more um emphasis on those things and put those first but then it's i (laughs) i just haven't wanted to do that because that's so boring yeah and it also puts a lot of pressure on you to conform to this theme that you've chosen and for me it creates this sort of anxiety that Mm. if you don't follow this theme that you've chosen you might lose followers or uh you know uh People might not like your photos. <laughs> yeah, you might not gain them fast enough. Yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting because recently we were talking about how you used to add borders to all your photos. Yeah. And like that's a, I mean, it's not a theme, but it's definitely a stylistic choice. Definitely. And now you're not doing that. And yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's fine. It looks just as good. But yeah, it's weird how Instagram has evolved. Yeah. And I think the thing with like... um kids using instagram the way that we used to use tumblr yeah it's like they're not using tumblr so they need Mm. somewhere to like shit post i think the um your comparison of like tumblr to instagram is really interesting it's really similar to the change from myspace to facebook yeah i was like they are the same you have friends you make posts you talk about your life with myspace you get to like edit your bio and do all of the crazy stuff yeah and you make it personal because you can like have a theme with facebook it was like nope every profile is the same yeah and then tumblr is like myspace you can edit the theme 
and then instagram is again like i mean facebook owns instagram yeah that's probably i I don't know might be hand in hand but yeah it's very conformist yeah, it's interesting to look at yeah. the comparisons between the this outdated website yeah. and <laughs> uh, <laughs> this I, new thing. The the whole topic of like, oh, why do certain websites survive and like stuff like that is very interesting. Yeah. Um I feel like our train of thought has been really interesting. Yeah. Um, but let's talk let's go back to like the ambitious Ambition equals ideas. Okay. Okay. So, just because we're at 24 minutes, (laughs) kind of need to, like, wrap this all up. Yeah. So, like, if I was to say to you, I have this idea. Yeah. Do you think it's better for you, and this is just purely, like, you and me, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm also curious to hear what you think, like, for other people who yeah. are you and I. <laughs> but do you think it's better for the person who comes up with the idea to essentially take that idea baton and, you know, run the track with it okay. all the way to the finish line? Or do you think it's better to, um, you know, hand off the baton to the person who can get it done? Oh, man. I mean, that's not to say that the person who has the idea initially can't get it done. Yeah. But I'm curious to hear what you think. <laughs> it's got to be... It's, it's got to be down to if the person who came up with the idea wants to do it mm-hmm. and can do it. Right. And not can do it in like a, oh, they can't do it kind of way. More like a... Like, I don't know... Just wants to, because the idea is the easy part. Yeah. The execution is the hard part. Not because, not necessarily because it's going to be complicated, but because you're going to run into a number of issues. Yeah. And I think turning your idea into something real, it's all about perseverance. Mm. So I guess the answer isn't, give it to the person who wants to do it the most or is best at doing that thing the the real one is give it to the person who's going to be most persevering that's a very good way to answer that question (laughs) i'm very surprised (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i think um you're absolutely right like there are a lot of factors Mm. in deciding if you are up to or capable of making an idea a reality yeah um and you're right like the easy part is the idea we have them all the time in the shower in the car while we're sleeping right it's a matter of like do i have the time do i have the skills and that being said like there are so many things i would love to do like i um i had a diploma well i i have a diploma (laughs) in interior design yeah and something i learned from that course is that being an interior designer doesn't mean doing all of this stuff on your own it doesn't mean going into the house and painting it Mm. and spackling or putting down tiles Mm -hmm. or uh anything like that it means delegating and hiring those skilled contractors who are able to get the work done in a timely fashion and in a quality that looks good because mm. there's such a difference between like yeah. you know 
uh, someone with a paintbrush and like someone who with a paintbrush who does this like as a full-time job yeah so i think that's something to keep in mind like if if you listening out there you have a project um you know just weigh out those pros and cons like how how do you see this looking if you do it all yourself Mm. and that's not to say like oh i have this idea and i'm just gonna like give it to someone yeah. because you can have the idea and you can see it through to the end while also bringing new people yeah. on board. I think I think the best position the idea person can put themselves in is as you say having the vision and almost checking each piece of work yeah. if it if it matches that standard because taking the interior designer case like i don't know laying floor tiles you are going to have a better attention to detail yes than some random painter you hired yes. to paint the walls exactly and um i think that it's great to be ambitious mm. and it's great to come up with these ideas and i think the um author of this article on ink.com nicholas cole i think that He's kind of missing the mm. greater message yeah. of like, um, like yeah, he's saying stand up and grab a marker and like you know yeah. get it done. Yeah, you know, go do it. Yeah, but I think um, what he fails to mention is that like you can essentially be like a project manager of yeah. the idea. You know, you don't have to like oh grab a marker and write this sign if like pick up a you f- have no idea <laughs> like how spatial awareness yeah. works like what Get, letters are yeah like but, <laughs> but you have the message yeah and so you can hire someone yeah. to paint the sign for like, you pick up the phone and yes. see who wants to help you out yeah taking your baton idea yeah nothing wrong with like two people running up a field passing it back and forth true and also like you don't have to do this stuff alone no that's something i am still learning myself Mm. but like doing projects like when we worked on the laundry room to get to turn it into my candle workshop that was a lot of like teamwork Mm. and i find that is way more manageable than just putting it all on my back yeah to get it done by myself because you know i'm i i have knowledge of certain things but that only goes so far there are other people who are more experienced and maybe have like more tools like for if we're going with the <laughs> painting analogy maybe they've got a uh, a paint stick to yeah. put the roller the, on yeah so you can reach those higher marks or even just a tall ladder exactly like we don't have a ladder no <laughs> i couldn't just do it by myself no. and <laughs> touching on the teamwork bit for a moment i think teamwork is a great way to automatically force you to not sit there and worry about the big picture too much that you never start because your teammate has already started on their part true and it makes you go oh well if they're doing that i better do my piece yeah and then like yeah a few days later you can take a step back and go okay this is going in the direction or no we need to make a few changes yeah but you've already like done 10 percent or something yeah that's yeah that's good so what have we learned here today, folks? I think we've learned that teamwork is fantastic. Yep. If you are able to use it, please do. Mm-hmm. 
um, perseverance, perseverance is key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ideas are good, but you can take a bad idea and turn it into something amazing by just working on it. Wouldn't that fall under perseverance? Yeah, I know, but like <laughs> I was uh, the, gonna, I was, you, I was thinking you would turn that into like ideas of the first part. Oh sure, that's okay. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ideas of the first part, and that's just where the fun starts. Yeah, there's many more funs to be had. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, we've run out of time, mm. but uh, I've enjoyed talking about ideas and ambition yeah that was a fun app yeah okay well um thank you so much for listening Mm. if you guys want to hear more from us on the internet you can follow ambitions pod on twitter yeah or you can follow me on twitter at sienna mooney or you know hit me up on insta at sienna s mooney um and what about you uh you can follow me on twitter at papsicle and you can follow me on t- uh, inst- Instagram, uh, Pappygram. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't really <laughs> use it as much. That's okay. I was trying to think of a funny thing for what the S in Sienna S. Mooney stands for. And what did you come up with? Superb. That's it. Sienna Superb Mooney signing off. Bye. 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 <laughs>